0: trying to be a parent, but I gotta run an errand. I promise when I'm back, I'ma feed my, my kid, kid a carrot. Damn, this stuff is tough, man, I thought it was inherent. I'm, I'm trying, trying to be a parent. parent. I'm, I'm trying to, to be a parent. parent. Sometimes you gotta drink, cause that shit can be kind of stressful. Sometimes you hit the blunt, cause that green will help you rest, yo. You know your ass be slacking when you gotta look up things on, on YouTube. Like, bro, how you wipe your baby boo boo? Now, welcome, welcome to, to the, the podcast. podcast. Hey. Trying to parent and make moms laugh. Who you know got it like the King's family, Amanda and Sean, it's the name G, yeah. Now welcome to the podcast, trying to parent and make Pops laugh. Who you know got it like the King's family, Amanda and Sean,
1: it's the name G, yeah. Who? What's up, y'all?
0: Holy shit, I actually don't know what episode number we're on. <laughs> oh, it's like kay.
1: 43 or something.
0: I think, uh, yeah, I think it might be 43. Good job. Nice. I think it is 43. Okay. Good nice. for you. Welcome back. This is the Trying to Parent podcast. We have a new setup going on. We're in our new studio.
1: Yep. New house. Uh, it's uh...
0: No, it's just a new studio. We got a new studio. <laughs> new house too. There Nina goes under the bed. You found your way. You're going to crawl way back there in the corner. Oh, All righty. Okay. Don't fuck stuff up, please. But... Yeah, this is episode number 43 of the Trying to Parent podcast. We just got back from Japan and we've got a lot to can talk about. Yeah. So, with that being said, let's not waste any time. Let's jump right into it. Let's get social. Social. I don't have the pop-ups. <laughs>
1: uh, all right, you guys, if you're new here, welcome to our our podcast um go on and give us a follow uh like subscribe whatever wherever you're listening um you can find us on Instagram and Facebook at trying the number 2 parent and then also YouTube so you can see our lovely new setup as we figure out what works for us um at you, on YouTube it's trying space the number 2 space parent so mm-hmm. appreciate a, a a nice review wherever you're listening um, yes, yes. Help us get this up and running.
0: Apologize for missing the past couple of weeks. It's been very busy with us moving, moving into a new place. Yeah.
1: And then and being then gone for two weeks. <laughs>
0: leaving for Arizona to do our baby shower in Japan and all of this other stuff. So it's been pretty crazy, but we're back. We're ready. We're moving.
1: And being pregnant. I'm just tired. Yeah. So, yeah.
0: And like I said, we've got a lot to talk about. So let's. uh... Just
1: yeah, it's like Sunday, September twenty-fourth.
0: Sunday, September twenty-fourth.
1: Twenty twenty
0: three. I think that's the last how many days are in this month?
1: Thirty.
0: It's the last Sunday of the month. The last Sunday of your lives. All right. (laughs) So let's recap a little bit. We left from here. Two days after we moved into our new place.
1: Yeah, we literally slept here for two nights. There was shit everywhere.
0: Two nights. We fly to Arizona with basically, you know, some stuff to do baby shower and whatnot. We had a fantastic baby shower. Amanda's mother hosted it along with her, uh, I was going to say stepsister, but it's not stepsister. (laughs) Stepsister.
1: Kind of sister-in-law. Yeah, kind of (laughs) sister-in-law,
0: ex-sister-in-law, but still sister-in-law, and that was awesome.
1: It was way cooler than I could have imagined. There was just so many people, though. It was really hard to spend any quality time with anyone, but it was really nice to see everyone together, you know, at least say hi briefly, and it was over very quickly.
0: Yeah, that's what happens when you're so popular, Amanda. <laughs> a bunch of people just want to come and see you, and you don't have enough time to spend with everybody. But yeah, I wish it would have been longer. Um, it was just great to see all of our friends. It was as you know, awesome as we hoped it would be, yeah. and had some great food, played some cool games, just had a great time, got to meet everybody who's had their kids kids for the first time yeah a lot of a lot of
1: people that couldn't come to the wedding because they were pregnant uh we got to finally meet their kids (laughs) so
0: that was cool yeah
1: because they're all like older now (laughs) two years old or whatever
0: Yep. and yeah uh kids are wild man they're wild yeah but it's uh everybody was so excited for us a lot of our friends that had kids are now pregnant with their second kids
1: yep so there was four pregnant people including me at the baby shower which i thought was super cool and we're all having boys except one
0: yep who already had a boy And is now having a girl
1: yes shout out to my best friend
0: so that was really fun again i mean just a great time seeing everybody it's the one bad thing about living here is we're not around everybody else but um a lot of people were very excited, very interested to know how things in Mexico were going. And yeah, I mean, hopefully some of them can make trips down here with their kids because it is a kid-friendly place, got a great beach, all that type of stuff. And, you know, kids love the beach. Yep. After that, we quickly, everybody was like, oh, you guys are leaving to go to Japan, blah, blah, blah. When is that? We're like, oh, we leave tomorrow. Yeah. Like, we, we leave tomorrow day after we're doing this thing essentially. (laughs) So, you know, grabbed all of our stuff, asked for dad very kindly to box all of our gifts up while we were gone to bring back with us once we come back from Japan and go back to Mexico. Um, But then we were up and out of there. A nice, just a nice flight to Denver to stay overnight, then to fly to San Francisco, then to fly to Japan. But um, don't fly United.
1: Internationally.
0: Internationally. They suck. Uh, not like the stewardess or anything like that. Just the leg room in the plane. I've flown a lot of planes overseas before. And they usually give you more room because you're flying for a long periods of time. 10, 12 hours. 14, 15 hours. Not United. They're like, hey, homie, you like the plane that we fly from california to vegas well you're gonna fly in a very similar plane a little bigger plane not more leg room yeah same seat
1: same seats
0: yeah so that that really sucked but uh we made it work we got there um and yeah just had an incredible time there was a bunch of stuff that we were really excited about doing and we tried to do basically all of it (laughs)
1: Yeah, I tried not to, like, I really planned things, like, one day and then just had kind of, like, general areas to go in. Because mm-hmm. I wasn't sure how I was going to be feeling. And it was fucking hot. It was so humid. Oh <laughs> was Ooh,
0: Boy. It was a easy transition from Mexico to Japan. But was, we wouldn't be caught walking around in Mexico like we were walking around out in Japan, 8 to 10 miles a day. But, damn, it was hot. It
1: was hot. We were just so sweaty. Everyone was so sweaty all the time. Um, but yeah, we basically, I mean, really knocked everything out that we wanted to. I mean, we we got
0: there, we landed, we took a train. So we got all that little things taken care of, like getting our train pass and our little portable Wi-Fi thing and Mm -hmm. all of that stuff that Amanda kind of handled beforehand. Thank God she did. And then we got on the train and you know, a nice hour train ride Great leg room, incredible leg room in the trains.
1: Reclining seats. They
0: reclined all the way back, essentially (laughs) like you were sleeping. Um, Yeah, so that was fantastic. Took a ride down. The train station was, I don't know, maybe eight. Once you got outside of the actual train station, Mm -hmm. it was maybe a five-minute walk to our place.
1: Yeah, I picked that hotel for ease of the access to the train station. Our hotel was actually a really great location. It was close to a whole bunch of things. Yeah. Um, shopping, shopping, restaurants, train. It was ideal. I mean, ideal. It was perfect. We, we
0: stayed in Shibuya? Shinjuku. No, Shinjuku. Mm-hmm. So there's two places that you stay when you go to Tokyo. That was our first stop. Tokyo is Shinjuku and Shibuya. Two kind of different places, both very highly rated, which is why everybody stays in those two locations. It's just kind of what you're looking for. Shibuya is where like all the crazy action is happening during essentially the day and stuff. You have like the Shibuya crossing. There's tons of, that's where the shopping is and stuff, right?
1: Yeah, there's lots of shopping there too.
0: Shopping. I mean, as far as food goes, (laughs) you're going to find food everywhere. There's shopping everywhere. I didn't really see much of a difference between the two. Um, Maybe more people over in Shibuya because you have the crossing and kind of. Everything's centralized right there in the middle. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, they were both fantastic. And then just the access to the train, to the bus, whatever, to get two stops away into Shibuya from Shinjuku. Our hotel was nice as shit. Yeah. Um, I
1: mean, the rooms are small. Smaller rooms, but that's, of course. that's Japan for you. They're known for their small accommodations.
0: Yep. But, uh the accommodations themselves, the, the extras that they gave you and everything, had a fabulous bidet. Yeah. Uh, bidets are everywhere. And They're I like
1: mean, in every restaurant, like every train station.
0: Literally everywhere. You would expect something like that out here because of the quality of the food and the way that it makes you use the bathroom. <laughs> Not in Japan. And I didn't have any issues with my stomach in Japan, but at any point in time. I mean, I was walking around getting sweaty. I could spray my asshole. Yeah. And give it a nice blow dry because it had multiple features. Our toilet seat had a warming feature, which was lovely when you get up in the middle of the night and have to go pee or something like that. Mm-hmm. Yes, I sit down when I pee the majority of the time, especially at night. But...
1: Makes it easier to clean the floors. Yeah.
0: Just... <laughs> Overall, great bathroom experiences. They have noise makers in a lot of the bathrooms, yes. so if you're in like a public bathroom and you're dropping a deuce, and you just don't want it to be extremely loud, you could play the nice, soothing sounds of water to not only help you release, but you know, you know.
1: a little, a little more privacy there.
0: Yep. So there was a ton of things that we liked about Japan, mm-hmm. a ton of them, and there were a few things that we didn't like, very few so a couple of those things speaking about the bathrooms bathroom situation was just fantastic best bath, best bathroom situations i say in the world
1: free toilets at all the stations yeah which you're not are, paying anywhere yeah
0: which is unlike europe where you're paying essentially everywhere <laughs> a you go, dollar to bathroom, to go to the
1: bathroom every time
0: which you know uh not all of those have a days but you know you get Anyways,
1: a lot of the bathrooms there don't have uh, soap or dryers, though. So it's just yeah. water. And then you're just like, they're just like But everyone walks around with like sweat rags. yes. And so they they use the sweat rags to dry. I got their a pants.
0: sweat rag. I was out there. We brought a towel, <laughs> but many times we have forgotten it. I'm telling you, you, walk around and you're like the entire back of my shirt is soaked right yeah. now. because It's hot. I mean, we're talking at that time of the year it was in the 90s.
1: But it's like sixty, seventy percent humidity, like just, yeah. just like Mexico, like it, it's
0: hot. Hot. So, fantastic toilet experience. Worst thing about their toilet experience was they have half ply toilet paper, and Amanda says single ply. No, when I can pull off the toilet paper and look through it, that's half ply. That may be.
1: It literally stuck to. Me, it's in places I don't want to be stuck at.
0: See, so, I think really the idea for it is you you spray your ass or your hoo ha, whatever. You dry it, and then you take it and you just fold it three hundred times, and you just tap, just tap, tap it once or twice. Because it's not for it's literally not for wiping. No, no, um, which not ideal. I like to like really make sure. That you know dry everything's and clean, yeah. dry and clean because nobody wants to be walking around with a little bit of a swampy, wet ass yeah. any more so than it already is from all the sweat running down your butt crack. <laughs> but a uh, half ply toilet paper, you can get fucked. Uh, besides that, fantastic. There, yeah. the other thing was the heat. I mean, I'd love to go back there at a time when I'm not worried about sweating through everything I'm wearing.
1: Yeah. If we were to go in like two weeks or something, the temperature would be much more manageable.
0: Mm-hmm. It's just
1: they, it was cooler than apparently it is in like June and July and August, or July, mm-hmm. August. Um, but it was still pretty, was still pretty brutal. brutal. Um, but but it, does it does have all four seasons there. So, yes,
0: um. we were getting a slight change of season while we were there into fall. Some of the trees were just barely starting to change. And when the sun was not out directly on your skin, it was was manageable, for sure. But we got a lot of clear days. Um, One day that absolutely dumped rain, Mm -hmm. like just pouring buckets from the sky. But besides that, pretty clear. So we were feeling all that heat. Uh, The other thing we don't like, which you can't control the weather. I mean, that's not something. Just don't go when it's the hottest times of the years. Not many trash cans.
1: Oh, No.
0: So we weren't sure why this was. And I think one of the guys that we had met and kind of made friends with mentioned that...
1: He said that there was previously a terrorist attack that involved trash cans. So once that happened, they were like, we're just going to remove all the trash cans. cans.
0: Which I mean, nice Japan, you really let the terrorists win. You're going to remove the (laughs) trash cans because somebody put bombs in the trash cans like...
1: I feel like there's alternatives to that. Like maybe
0: somebody put a bomb on the bus. You're like, no more buses. There's got to be better ways. It just made it. I mean, it was a fairly clean city, mm-hmm. but that just meant like you had to hold your trash and take it around with you until you got someplace
1: like a, a 7 Eleven.
0: Yeah, which
1: which a lot of like restaurants, so you would eat in in front of their restaurant, and then they would be like, you can only throw away the trash from my restaurant in my trash can.
0: Yeah, because there's no trash cans outside, and so you give people your trash back, After, and they throw it away. Mm-hmm. But they want you to give it to them who sold you the item. Yeah. Um, the other thing to piggy- piggyback on that is they want you to eat in front of your places, like Amanda was saying, walking around and eating or drinking, drinking. I feel like less so, obviously people are going to drink water and stuff, but yeah. if you like have, you know, whatever your drinks really walking around and eating frowned upon. frowned upon, they don't like that, which is funny because they're so like on the go and doing things, but you see a lot of people stopping eating, squatting in baby position.
1: Yeah. Designated like eating spots per se.
0: But yeah, that was weird for us because, you know, we walk, we eat, we drink, everywhere like it's just one of those things that you do um it's not there. there not there but you respect people's uh their know. culture and their values
1: yeah. and try not to be a typical american so oh, yeah. I can do what I want.
0: we found ourselves eating and walking and drinking a few times but again it's just natural habit to us you get something you're like all right let's go next spot yeah but then we're
1: like oh shit again you try
0: and be <laughs> respectful yeah now, things we liked about Japan. Buckle up. There's a list. Because, again, just a fantastic country. We're going to start with the people.
1: Oh, yeah. The people are literally, I, most most people spoke English. And if they didn't, they definitely were. Sorry really. about it. <laughs> they were, like, so understanding, But they just, like, go out of your way to help you. Like, we were looking for a train stop and some Older woman who didn't speak any English literally like grabbed our hands essentially and were like, "Come with me," and showed us to the correct. She didn't speak English either. No, she didn't. She just like saw us looking, and so she, people just go out of your way. They're very considerate if they bump into you, unless you're on the train. They're always like, "Oh my gosh, oh my gosh, I'm so sorry." You know, like everyone says, "Thank you a thousand times." Thank you.
0: Thank you. Thank <laughs> you. Bow, Bow. Thank you. Bow. Thank, thank you. Bow.
1: <laughs> um, just. Just so nice and I know there's like you know the stereotypical thing of like Japan and their honor Mm -hmm. and it definitely shows in just a lot of
0: Buddhists there that's their religion that they really Mm align with is Buddhism
1: yeah and you can just definitely see in just how they pour into the world it's more about you know service and and just being a good person versus a selfishness that a lot of Americans have and it it definitely shows and it it was really nice because there's nice people in Mexico, but there's also a lot of dickheads in
0: Mexico. Yeah. It seemed like Japan, a lot of everything was like putting other people first where you don't find that a lot in places. Probably. I've been to a lot of places. In most Asian countries are like that where you just get super nice people. Mm -hmm. Sorry, China. Not you guys so much. You just have so many people that you become less valuable. Not saying Japan doesn't have a lot of people, but... Train they situations. Hold their, yeah, culture is so high. Yeah, train situations in like Japan versus China, big, big difference. Um, the people in Japan, at least top two nicest people I've ever come across. So that makes the travel experience that much better when people are so friendly, so accommodating, so just kind in general. So that, awesome. Living in a place where people are really nice, Because America, I mean, we may fall into the lower hundreds of how nice people are there. (laughs) Not saying everywhere, I know there's nice people in America, but everybody was nice in Japan. I didn't have a bad experience with a single person. Yeah. Uh, Second thing we really liked was public transportation.
1: Yeah, super, super easy to get around. Their are passes, they are just other travel cards that they use for tourism and things like that. It's just really easy to navigate. Um, you really, can get anywhere. Right? I mean,
0: whether it's bus, whether it's train, whether it's taxi, whether it's... They have you know, Uber there. Yeah. <laughs> um, some places had scooters and stuff. Like, they just had so many different ways to get places.
1: And you oh. never had to go far to get to a transit station. Like, it was mm-hmm. just super convenient.
0: Yep very convenient. So got to love a place with fantastic public transportation coming from Arizona. The majority of our lives completely non-existent there. So again, we're in a big city in Tokyo, but even when we went into Kyoto and stuff, still very easy to get around. Next thing is clean. Like we mentioned, trash cans, not a whole lot of them around, but people knew that the role was hey i keep my trash with me i throw it away at whatever place i end up going to that has a trash can Mm -hmm. you saw some trash in the ground which the cleanest place i've ever been in my life is singapore and that's because they'll kill you if you you litter like they'll kill you but i would say japan extremely clean yeah for and they, how many people were there
1: and in the mornings you would see like they had people like out in the streets you know workers like cleaning up and stuff like that like they're they're very on top of it
0: mm-hmm. let's see next thing, next thing is, is the endless food options no. i mean this is borders with like singapore or malaysia or something like that where you just have Endless, endless options of food. It seems like essentially... I don't think I've seen any place that has more options than Singapore because it looked like every building there was a
1: restaurant. A restaurant. You're like, With where the fuck do people eat at? I mean,
0: <laughs> where do you work at? Like, everything seems to be a restaurant. But Japan, I mean, so many, so options. many food options. The quality of food, amazing. I mean...
1: I will say I thought it was really interesting, like trying to look up restaurants on Google, like Google Maps and stuff like that. None of them are rated like super high, yeah. which I think they're all like stingy ass people. Three point five like, to four point two, and then it's okay. like the fucking best thing ever. Um, so I thought that was really interesting. But I mean, I guess when you have a billion people rating something, someone's gonna find something they don't like. Uh, probably stupid stuff, but the the restaurant options were just so abundant it was overwhelming of like oh fuck like
0: where so, do, yeah, we why eat? do
1: we eat so luckily what we would do is like go somewhere split an entree walk to the next spot get like a little feet. snack and then walk to the next spot get a little snack like we basically just walked and ate our way around mm-hmm.
0: it was just because there were so many things to eat and they were all light I mean they weren't cooking I doubt they're cooking any of their food with like extra fat lard stuff that like we do so everything sat so light yeah in your stomach that you're just like oh now i can go over here oh now i can go over there and whether it was sweets whether it was noodles whether it was sushi whether it was fried chicken like they just had so many different options of things and talking about that the easy access to the things. I mean, you're in, you're out, you get things really quickly. Essentially mm-hmm. kind of like drive-through except you're not driving. It's just like, "Hey, I want this." Okay, boom, here it is. Bam, I'm gone.
1: Really efficient ordering systems too and payment yep. systems like they have it down like, "Oh, you're you're going to be in and out." Like
0: super We know these people are busy, so Yeah. Let's get it going. To piggyback off of that, 7-Eleven. Oh. I mean, you hear, like, you would think in the US, you're like, I'm not going to 7 Eleven to eat anything but a candy bar and maybe a Slurpee. There, you can get all sorts of things. I you mean, you can
1: eat all your meals. At 7- we essentially
0: <laughs> had all of our breakfasts at 7 Eleven because they just have so many different, like, ready to eat meals, mm-hmm. baked goods, smoothie machines, like all different types of things.
1: Coffee makers. Yeah, co- like-
0: I mean, everything you go want. They have pancakes ready to go in a package with the margarine and the syrup. You just kind of toss them in the microwave real quick. Heat, heat it up for 10 seconds, and it's fantastic. I probably had 45 pancakes. <laughs> you did have a lot of pancakes. There's just, there were so many things that you could eat. And, I mean, 7-Eleven got hell of foot traffic. It was yeah. It was awesome. It so, was
1: all fantastic and, obviously, very reasonably priced. Mm-hmm. The food there, in general, is reasonably priced.
0: Yep. To, right there, next thing on my list is affordability it was so we would go someplace in a split something we'd spend like six bucks to get like a bowl of a nice fat bowl of noodles or you know udon ramen whatever it is um so together you know we'd spend 12 bucks if we both got an entree which we maybe 15 if we're like which we didn't do often um because we were trying to try so many different things but just to give you a comparison, we would both go out and eat, like I said, and spend 15 bucks and get something. We came back to the States for essentially a day and a half before we came back to Mexico. And we went to, what was the first thing? Pita Jungle. Pita Jungle. We ordered Pita Jungle and it ended up costing us like $50 for us both to get something.
1: On Uber Eats, which is obviously going to be a little upcharged. But the entrees themselves were still $17, $18 a piece.
0: Mm -hmm. so right there already double if you didn't have the uber eats charge or whatever plus in japan no tipping yeah so whatever you were paying essentially already had tip included or they just don't tip where however you want to think about it the second time we ate was we went to brunch over easy breakfast place and we both got an entree and we got a coffee and that was 50 something dollars
1: before tip
0: so two meals in the u.s
1: were a hundred dollars basically a
0: hundred bucks and it was probably three days four days maybe before we spent a hundred dollars on our food (laughs) in japan
1: and we were eating constantly
0: so again one of the main reasons not the main reasons one of the many reasons why we moved out of the U.S. is there's just more affordable places to live. I'm not saying that the living there is the most affordable, but after rent, you're spending money on a lot of different things that are extremely cheap. Like here, for example, rent's a bit lower. Also, buying food can be more affordable. There's just different things that end up adding up. And say you're saving $20 here, $30 here, $50 here on those normal type of bills. Mm -hmm. That stuff adds up at the end of the month and you have an extra thousand, $1,500 that you were spending throughout your entire month that you're not spending anymore and that's how you pocket save money and go and do awesome shit. Yep. So affordability, we saved $4,200 to go on this trip. That was flights, hotels, train passes, food, really everything. And we came back only spending three thousand dollars. Yep. With flights. With flights. Flights together were
1: twelve.
0: Thirteen hundred dollars about between yeah, the two of us.
1: Six thirty, yeah.
0: So we spent fifteen hundred dollars between everything else we did.
1: The train passes were four, were just four hundred or four thirty for us to have the unlimited pass for seven days.
0: Yeah. So essentially we spent like thousand dollars. On eight days on the ground while we were there. Yeah. So, I mean, pretty awesome.
1: Yeah, and Sean did a bunch of sake tastings. <laughs>
0: yeah, I tasted overall 40, 46 sakes. And I probably spent less than $60 on all of those Yeah, combined. Crazy. So, again just love in japan um talked about convenience store food talked about hotel amenities i mean they had at hotels that we went to first of all the first place we stayed was a smaller place but it was more like a hotel they had toothbrushes razors face masks suntan or sun uh, screen um ear q-tips i mean literally anything you could want down there in the lobby and they're just like you can take as much as you want they had hair ties they had everything. Mm-hmm. And you're like, oh wow, this is super convenient. Where are you going to find that unless you're staying at I don't know, super nice hotels in the States, which we don't do. But if you had that type of stuff open for Americans, they would just take all the shit. I mean, there would be <laughs> nothing left. Um, the second place we stayed in Kyoto was a giant, it was like a...
1: It was an apartment. Yeah, it was essentially an apartment. A par- yeah.
0: studio apartment, but it was a giant studio apartment, big enough to have Two, I would call at least queen beds in there, side to side, plus a little living room, plus a little kitchen area, bathroom, all of that stuff. So, um, Laundry. Laundry, yeah. Variety of food was fantastic. We ate, again, a bunch of different things, whether it was sushi, and yes, Amanda ate some sushi. Mm -hmm. Doctor Um, said it was okay. Yep. Whether it was, you know, the noodle dishes, we tried all sorts of different noodle dishes, Fried chicken. Didn't know they were so big on fried chicken. They are. Uh, baked goods. I mean, just endless, endless things.
1: They are really good at sweets out there, and that's kind of, like, my thing right now. <laughs>
0: Soft, spot. Soft spot for us both. And it's not, like, sweets that you're, like, overly sweet type of things. They were all, like, sweet, casually sweet, but, the you know, the right amount of sweet. So... Right up our alley. They like
1: custard, too. And I Mm -hmm. love custard.
0: They also love sweet potatoes.
1: Yes, they do love sweet
0: potatoes. They make sweet potato everything. Sweet
1: potato coffee, sweet potato latte, sweet potato donuts, sweet potato, just normal sweet potato. (laughs) Everything.
0: I mean, everything. Sweet potato. candy. I would like to try pizza. They're like, would you like it with sweet potato on it? You're like, I would (laughs) like to try sushi. They're like, would you like a sweet potato roll? Yes. Everything. So, fantastic there. Sweet potatoes are great for you. Mm -hmm. It was very beautiful tokyo of course big city really cool just to see all the neon lights the giant beautiful buildings all that stuff once we traveled out of tokyo into we took the bullet train which goes like 177 miles an hour something mm-hmm. like that took the bullet train from there to kyoto which is south about three hours at least it took us three hours by that 177 mile an hour yeah. train um, that was a lot greener.
1: Like, yeah, as soon as you get out of uh, Tokyo, then you're starting to get into more of the farmlands and the mountains and the forests and things like that. So,
0: definitely mountains, definitely forests, like a lot of...
1: Very green. Yeah,
0: extremely green. Kyoto, the area that we walked around, a little bit outside Kyoto when we went to the bamboo forest and um, those type of things, had very Colorado-esque vibes. We found ourselves by a nice giant river um, surrounded by parks and stuff, mountains with trees all over them, all sorts of trees, you know, kind of, I wouldn't say quaint little towns because there was still a shitload of people out there, but much more of that like Rockies type of vibe. Really cool. Really liked it. I can imagine that being extremely nice if it was 10, 15 degrees cooler because it was still (laughs) basically the same amount of heat out there. But, Good time. Good time. I, mean, I mean, we'll talk about Kyoto in a second. The last thing is safe. How safe it was. People are always talking about like, hey, how safe are places? If I'm going to go here, how safe am I going to be? There's always a funny thing to think about with how dangerous the U.S. is. I know. But, I mean, it was a big concern when we moved here to Mexico. People were very concerned about how safe it was, how safe we're going to be. Haven't felt, you know unsafe at all here
1: and just like we're we're big people in general like i feel speak for yourself <laughs> i'm for a woman i'm fairly large but gosh i feel like you gotta really have a bone to pick with me like we're so much larger than people in a lot of places that we're traveling except in europe there's big ass people over there but yep, they're also people. fairly safe over there too but um i can't just imagine. Japanese people or Mexican people just coming and just fucking with us. like. Yeah.
0: <laughs> and, I mean, I can't speak for all Mexican people because we just live in Playa del Carmen, but they don't seem to be like that unless you're really doing something wrong. Japanese people, I mean, they weren't about that life at all. They just, again, like we said, they wouldn't be the nicest people if they were picking fights with people and yeah. giving you stenka and all that type of shit. They were just extremely kind, and again, when you fall into that type of religious religion of like Buddhism, you just I always feel the safest around those people because their views are just different. Nobody's gone to war over like Buddhist beliefs, like they're not the type of people to engage in violent, violent. conflict mm. because of religion. so we you know just align with that type of thing better, and they essentially see the individual as God is like the focus is on being your best self and just like doing that type of stuff. And so karma is a big thing for them. Mm -hmm. They're not trying to fuck people up if you got to deal with karma later. Like it's just not one of those things. So we were out, whether people were drinking, whatever it is, like you even felt like you could leave your bags, places in restaurants and, you know, different things with no sense of worry that anybody was going to try and take your shit the only th- people that you really have to worry about is maybe other travelers yeah that could be there that are not from there you know that don't have those values and whatnot
1: yeah like, like mexico u.s i watched my bag japan it was a little more lenient
0: yeah, yeah. i didn't feel concerned at all oh. um
1: I also wash my bag in Europe, too. There's a lot of known pickpocketers out yeah. there.
0: Yeah, A lot more people travel to that area, though, that, again, outsiders. Mm. And that's usually what you got to deal with. Mm. How did you feel about Tokyo versus Kyoto? Because we did a lot of cool stuff in both places. Tokyo had... I mean, I'm wearing my Demon Slayer shirt because anime, of course, is just huge out there. They, they yeah, all these different cool places that... You could go whether it was um you know like little arcades the famous little places where you go and spend a couple hundred yen in the little toy machine twist the twist the handle and a little ball pops out with your little figure of of whatever they literally had (laughs) thousands of those if you're like oh my gosh i'm a really big fan of one piece like oh here's
1: One Piece ruled the world out there.
0: Yeah, they're big, big on One Piece. It is the longest, I think, one of the longest running anime shows. It has like over a thousand episodes, so kind of crazy. But huge on anime. I mean, they absolutely love that stuff. Um, Really big on just like their, not arcade games, but like those claw games. Oh, yeah, the claw
1: games. Yeah, they love those. We did catch someone winning as mm-hmm. soon as we walked in. He got it on video, but yep. um, yeah, super, they're difficult, but uh, we did win a couple of small things. Yep. So. Yep. It
0: was fun, but I mean, access to all the shopping you want, access to all the eating. Um, that's, you know, what you get when a city's that size. I think Tokyo's bigger than, God, it's bigger than like. New York? California or? and New York, or something combined. It's enormous as far as like the amount of people that they have there.
1: Yes, yeah,
0: but, um, yeah yes. Tokyo versus Kyoto.
1: Uh, gosh, I mean, they just have totally different vibes. Um, Tokyo is definitely more of the modern city, uh, the hustle and bustle. Kyoto is a little bit more uh, laid back. So, so we didn't see any standalone houses in to- in Tokyo. Obviously, that's going to be more people per capita, um, just highly dense, a lot of go, go, go. Um, you would
0: see it once you get, like, outside the city, like, as we were taking the train in yeah. from, but not in, <laughs> not in the no houses. the metro area,
1: yeah. Um, Kyoto, I would say, would be more of, like, there was, there was more parks, there was more green space, there was more houses. It was a bit more, like, uh, you know, like, wider streets, wider sidewalks. But they also had a, a lot more... Um, like traditional style buildings. Mm-hmm. Um, so Kyoto used to be the capital back in the day, and then they moved it to, to Tokyo. <clears throat> I'm going to say in the early 1900s, late 1800s. Um, but yeah, I would say Kyoto was more of like the family place, and then Tokyo was more of like the young professional working place, I guess. Um, equal food options everywhere. Yeah. I mean, so you're not skimping out by being in Kyoto. But I definitely liked all the green space that was available in Kyoto. It just had a lot of like Imperial Palace and this park and this museum surrounded by green space, things like that. Um, it was definitely still, more of a chill vibe. Yeah,
0: still great walkability. Of course, like I mean, I said, much more green spaces. It definitely had more of a family feel. I mean, any place that you're going to go that's a big city is often much more high pace, so you're going to get less just like family atmosphere with that type of stuff, more business-oriented. Mm-hmm. We did see quite a few kids and stuff places, whether it was in Tokyo. I saw a lot of people pushing around strollers, saw a lot of travelers with kids. Yeah. Um, But as far as Kyoto goes, you're just getting a lot more parks, a lot more just easy, accessible like walking places where there's not – a million people,
1: yeah. Unless you're going to like the main tourist spot, like the bamboo forest, there's a fuck ton of people there, but yeah, definitely
0: <laughs> a bunch of people there. But uh, as to be expected, yeah, um,
1: and we got some late starts, so you yeah, that's kind of our own fault, but
0: but it's also the district where you're going to find a lot more of the um, my blinking? geisha district, yeah, the geisha district. Yeah. So a lot more people dressed up in kimonos. And in kimonos. And yeah. There's
1: a lot of kimono rentals as well. So yeah, people which is really
0: cool. I mean Yeah. A lot of different places to see people in their sweet get ups taking pictures and stuff because there's so many shrines around there. We went we ended up going to the shrine, um
1: oh f- fushari in mm-hmm. something.
0: The <laughs> The the, red,
1: the one with all the red, uh, the red arch, yeah, the red arch type yeah. things
0: um, that you can walk through. And went to that, and there was a, a million people there, but so cool. I mean, and it goes on forever. It goes like up this mountain, and we didn't even make it to the top. It was but,
1: so hot. We were so sweaty. <laughs> hot, sweaty. I was like dying. <laughs> There's a
0: million food options there as well, though. We ate a bunch of different stuff. Um, it's great because you can. They essentially let you get these cards. There's different type of cards, but I had what was called like a Suica card, and I could load a bunch of money onto that thing, and I could use it basically anywhere at their, you know, million vending machines that they have at their, a lot of their restaurants, at their Seven Elevens, you know, all sorts of stuff like that. Buses, so metro. yeah, buses, metros. So you can just take it; it's on your phone, just like Apple Pay. Tap, boom, get your water, get your egg sandwich, get whatever. Uh, Just the convenience of that was really cool. But, yeah, that the temple thing, I mean, we took a million pictures up there. It was just so cool. Would have been that much better, again, if it wasn't a million degrees out. But uh, made us drink a lot of water. We tried a bunch of cool things, you know, uh, green tea, ice cream, and... um, melon ice cream floats all just all sorts of
1: yeah tasty just a bunch, of tasty, a bunch of tasty japanese shaved ice like
0: oh uh, yeah that was good sweet. there's yeah. just yeah lots of we ate so so much um let's see what else the bamboo forest was cool that was out there as well it wasn't like
1: it was just a walkway like you couldn't get like I don't i don't know It looked cooler in the photos, but it was also very populated, but it was beautiful. Beautiful. But it was just like, that was it. And then you.
0: It was a, I mean, it was a path and the path was kind of sectioned off. So you couldn't get into like, into the forest, essentially. You couldn't be like hugging and walking through the bamboo. You can get closer and you could touch it, but. It was still kind of like blockades that wouldn't let you past.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, not that I would want to go in there because...
1: The spiders? Boy,
0: oh boy, do they have a lot of spiders out there.
1: The spiders looked horrendous. They were terrifying. Giant. I'm talking and
0: like... Massive. Big old things with the length of their legs spread out and just... Yeah. Um, and there was a lot of them. I don't know if it was like a bamboo type spider or what, but they were They fucking terrifying. The types that look like they would kill you. So I don't know if I would, you know, pick Tokyo over Kyoto or, you know, either or. But if we had to live there, I would definitely go with Kyoto. Yeah. I mean, just so much more family oriented. And that was.
1: Just the space. Too. Yeah. I'm not trying to live in a one bedroom apartment. For
0: mm-hmm. Yeah. We want the green spaces and stuff like that.
1: Yeah.
0: <sighs> hey, I did not get great sleep last night. Um, favorite food? God. You say?
1: Really oh, hard. Yeah. I really like that fried chicken udon that we had at that little random place.
0: Yes. Did, oh, uh, yeah.
1: Gosh, everything was just so good. But I really liked... Um, they're donuts. <laughs> and had really good donuts. Yeah, they had like these little waffle things with custard in the middle. I really fucked with those. Yeah. We only uh, found those that one time. Yeah, I know. Yeah. They were so good. Um, yeah, really good donuts, really good noodles.
0: <laughs> Bless you. We had I had sushi at uh, the Kill Bill restaurant, not the one that they used in the shooting of Kill Bill, but the chain. Yeah, it's a chain restaurant. Konpachi. You say chain, and chain sounds not good, but there's chain restaurants that are really good, like Ruth's Chris, something like that. So, you know, chains with really good food. Yeah. yeah. This was one of those places. Some of the best sushi, they did hand rolls, mm-hmm. so they gave you, like, a leaf of butter lettuce and then um, your seaweed and then your, like, roll on top of that which was essentially like rice and your piece of meat and whatnot, whatever it was. And boy, it was something else. (laughs) I mean, not only that, but then I tried three different sakes while I was there. And all three of them were like three of the top sakes I had at that place, yeah, or that was, not at that place, while out in Japan.
1: That place was amazing because we were trying to eat at the one, at the location that they actually filled Kill Bill, we were in Harajuku at the time going to the Meiji Shrine. And I looked and we were like gonna go there before we were meeting up with these other people for dinner. And I saw that their next available reservation time was like the following Friday. So we're like, oh shit. So I was like, well, let me just see if there's another location. There happened to be one right across the street.
0: Right across the street.
1: Right across the street. So we just walked over. They all, they all each have their own, like, menu, per se. So this one was more of the nigiri hand roll style, which worked out it. very well. We were um, sitting
0: in there just ordering and ordering. I'm like...
1: It was also pouring rain, so we were just like, wow, ah, It started pouring rain,
0: like... Right as we were finishing up, and so we're like, all right, we'll just order some more. And kind <laughs> they of see were if so
1: it... light, you could just keep eating them and eating them and eating them.
0: I had to order. I don't know. I probably ate twenty of them <laughs> yeah, they're, myself.
1: They're really. They're only like you know, two or three bites. It's each, like a street so. taco. Yeah.
0: Essentially, like a street taco, but so. just
1: way better for you.
0: <laughs> yeah, super light. I mean, again, just that whole experience. The the guy that was serving us was super nice. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was just overall fantastic experience and probably my favorite food that we had while we were there which is hard to say because we ate a lot of delicious stuff but yeah
1: it was exactly what I was looking for for the sushi experience yeah um because they don't have like a lot of rolls out there it's mostly sashimi and nigiri and so just to have like some type of seaweed roll was just really what I was looking for Mm -hmm. and craving
0: again just super light and quality of the fish and everything that we were eating was just fantastic. Which fantastic. is
1: why I had the sushi there and nowhere else.
0: Yeah. Um, let's see, what else? We will be sending out thank you cards here very soon to everybody that attended our baby shower or sent us gifts. Um,
1: yeah, sorry, it's been crazy.
0: Yeah, and just so you guys are aware you will be receiving things that are not in our handwriting because if we sent you something you would never get it. So I have a site that allows us to send out cards. It will be custom thank you card with our picture and everything on it, but it will not be handwritten because we cannot mail things here. Yep. Sorry, not sorry. You guys will be getting those soon. Lovely picture of most likely me holding Amanda's belly, something like that. Uh, But thank you all so much for the gifts that you brought, for the people that brought the books, really everything. I mean, we got so many things off of our list um, that we were hoping for and super excited to have our little man here. We just went and did our 24 week update.
1: uh, Was it yesterday? Two days ago.
0: Yeah, I think two days ago. Uh, And Amanda will be 25 weeks tomorrow.
1: Yep, he keeps changing my date like one day ahead, one day ahead. Um, I'm still going off. It, he says January 5th now, but the original day was January 8th. So, but, uh, yeah, but measuring, measuring, measuring pretty good. Uh, everything looks healthy. He tried to do the 3D of the face, but his fucking hands were, he's like, no paparazzi. Yeah, he ain't having it. He ain't <laughs> having it.
0: I'm pretty sure we're locked in on a name. Um so we'll discuss when we want to release that, if that's something we are going to do. But, yeah, yeah, man. Um, I got to
1: think of sibling names to go with it. Yeah. yeah. Potential
0: sibling names. Which won't be too hard because we have names that we like. Some of mm-hmm. you already know the names that we like. But uh, just got to, you know, could have a girl next, could have a boy. Who knows? Um, Dr. Dade show us his junk again, again. not yeah, the doctor's junk showed us our <laughs> baby's junk
1: he's like still a boy
0: still a boy so i could clearly see at that time yeah was, so
1: she was showing
0: ladies <laughs> watch out he's coming for you <laughs> um or dudes he's coming for you who knows <laughs> who knows but uh yeah we've we've got the baby room that we started to set up and everything yep. and our little Got the crib all set up.
1: Yeah, we did that. It's the first night. I was like, "Do you really want to do this right now? I'm fucking exhausted." He's like, Yep, yeah, we're gonna do it." I'm like, "Okay."
0: <laughs> and we set the crib up. So, thank God we've got this giant room. Yeah. I mean, things are fitting very nicely in there. We've got a few more things that we've got to order on our end from Amazon Mexico mm-hmm. that'll get delivered out here. Some storage stuff, changing tables, stuff like that. The the uh,
1: kind of more big ticket items. Yeah. Uh, but super thankful for everything that you guys got off the list. Really appreciate it.
0: The cutest clothes. I mean, baby carriers. A lot of the plates and cups and just different things. Swaddle blankets. I mean, everything's right up our alley worth, uh, as far as theme and color. I know a lot of that was up to you, Amanda, picking things to put on there. Yes. But Thank for you. those of you that didn't follow the stuff that we got, you still, you know, Still spot on. it. <laughs> yeah. So... Yeah, I've got a tattoo appointment coming up here to keep working on some stuff. So I've got to get running to about an hour. Um, I feel like we still have more stuff to talk about as far as just Japan and the baby and the baby shower and everything like that. But we'll touch more on that next week. And yeah, we'll get back into the normal routine of highs and lows, listener questions, you know, all of that type of stuff. So. Appreciate everybody. This was what we say, episode forty three? Something like that. Yeah, episode forty three. Um Oh he's kicking me. No, oh, he's kicking you? A lot more baby movement lately.
1: Oh yeah, Sean finally felt more than one one punch. One punch, yeah. <laughs> he didn't even give
0: me the old one punch, but uh felt two or at least two here over the trip. But
1: uh They always do that. As soon as a dad puts a hand they're like oh don't touch me dad
0: don't fucking touch me um, we're still doing it so that's good
1: yeah did it a lot actually yep
0: <laughs> I would say well it's normal size it's it's not it's not that that big <laughs> don't know how that relates but <laughs> anyways
1: Sean loves his drops
0: it's been fun guys sorry we missed the last couple of weeks doing a podcast while in Japan was just not not gonna work out no but
1: <laughs> we're back
0: better than ever. Okay. tune in next week hope you guys have a great week happy monday when you're listening to this or whatever day it is it's football season baby let's go yes peace out, peace out. love you love you too